Hello, hello, this is Chantelle Simone here. Welcome to another episode of Wake Up and Live. Today is a very special episode because I am very excited to be able to enter into this theme of lies, this theme of how we keep lying to ourselves. See, most people lie to themselves on a regular basis. We're out of rapport with ourselves. We don't know ourselves. Our unconscious mind doesn't believe the things that we say and do because of the fact that we haven't been in full integrity with self. So what we're going to do is unpack this and we're going to talk a little bit about what that means. And for this, I have a special guest that I would like to with such elite people while protecting bodyguards, senators, presidents. I'm telling you. And the, 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 the yes. Hey. and trainer in neuro-linguistic programming, as, which is really stems from neuroscience. It has quantum physics. It has metaphysics as well, taking spirituality, Christianity, taking personal experiences, taking, you know, a divine mentorship and overlaying it and truly understanding what that all means and what we can do to be able to not only break this down and understand the topic, but to truly, to truly see what every book that in self-help and self-development has been saying, what the Think and Grow Rich and the Bible and all these books that we've learned and we have read that is broadcasted, they're essentially all saying the same thing. So to help me unpack this topic, I have Mr. Lester Bailey, who will be joining us in five, four, and he's being added right now. Um, a dear friend of mine, he has been just such a, a, he has soaked up the world of personal development. So I'm really looking forward to having a conversation with him about this practical example of how we can actually start to be, get real with self. You know, there's a lot of people in, you know, and most of you guys know I'm in California right now and 
and it's all Hollywood and flash and dash and there's a lot of people driving expensive cars and can barely afford gas. There's a lot of people that have multiple properties but are still, when we go to the restaurant, looking for the cheapest, cheapest thing on the menu. So there is this insane <laughs> facade that we have gone and painted for ourselves in this world that allows us to live this, this to have this image of self that let's just, you know, try to fulfill somebody else's need or somebody else's, you know, judgment of who we should be or, or whether it be a, a millennial trying to fit in the shoes of what their parents believe you should be, you know, be a doctor, be a lawyer. And there's so many elements to life. And I'm going to tell you four key things that if we are j just staying incongruent with these four key things. That is truly what keeps us happy. Fulfillment in life requires the integration of four things. And I'm going to tell you right now, as I'm waiting for our guest to join us, um, Lester, we are definitely having some challenges today, my friend, but let's see if we can work it out. Um, I have invited you on but let me tell you the, well, I'm going to wait for Lester. I'm going to wait for Lester before I share these four key things. Um, hi, Miss Renata. How are you? Now, Renata is such a beautiful goddess. She is a Russian queen out of New York matrix and has just empowered and inspired so many people. I so love her from inside and out, and I'm excited to for all the things that she's doing, especially in women empowerment. So, Renata, thank you so much for, for joining us. Hello, Dr. Miniki. How are you? We definitely need to connect. I hope you enjoyed your trip to Vegas. And uh, let's see if we can get... Um, thank you, Kathy. How are you? Nice seeing you here. So I have to make sure. How does it sound on your end? And my end, it sounds great. Let's ask uh, Kathy. How does it sound now? How does it sound now? Perfect. Yay! Sounds up. Awesome. Awesome. Mr. Bailey, we did it. <laughs> yes. Because it, there's always more than one way to <laughs> to do a job. Yes. Yes. And yes. So how are you doing on this wonderful, fantastic afternoon, evening, morning, wherever you are in this world? Welcome to the show. And I am doing so fantastic. And what about yourself? 
Well, you know what? Speaking with you, I have to be fantastic as well. <laughs> yes, indeed. Okay, well, let's get right into it. Here's the topic. Are you ready for it? Yes, I am. It's stop lying to self. Ooh. Ooh, That's the topic of the day. So I want us to unpack and, you know, we're going to pretend it's just me and you having a conversation over a nice, nice drink. I have red wine. I don't know. What, what you drinking? <laughs> well, the result. <laughs> tea, tea toddler. <laughs> okay. Okay. You're sipping. Maybe you're sipping on some tea. <laughs> so stop lying to self. When you hear that, I want to know. I'm curious. What does, what does that say to you when you hear those lines? If someone said, Lester. Stop lying to yourself. What does that mean to you? Well, stop lying to yourself simply means to me that you have so many untruths. You're believing something else that's just not true. You keep trying to tell yourself, yeah, 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 I'm the king of the world. But in mm -hmm. true life, you know that you're the peasant of peasants. <laughs> right. So to me, that when I hear that too, it's like it just bouncing off of what you said. What screams to me is inauthentic. It's, it's, in office. It, it's being, I'm so, so, like some people say that I'm like truth serum. So I'm all about authenticity. So when there's, when there's this facade or when, when we're actually, you know, when you can see, and we can see when something's a little off with someone, they're trying too hard or what they're saying and who they're being is, is incongruent, their energy feels off. We just really kind of want to stay away from those people, don't we? Yes, we do. Because if so many people are not, are not true to themselves, they mm -hmm. they don't want to be true to themselves first, nor do they want to be true to anybody else that's around them. It's nice to put on a mask, and when you get unmasked, it changes life. And that's one of the things we know we have to do. We have to unmask our our own lives because if you tell yourself a lie long enough, you'll start to believe it. Exactly. You see, and you just unlocked one of the four things that I was sharing with the audience before. There are four key things that are requirements to be mm -hmm. to being fulfilled. These four things have to be integrated, have to be succinct, have to be aligned for somebody to truly own who they are. You see, when I meet people, I can tell instantly for people when, when I know that people know who they are and people who are still fluttering through life. And mm -hmm. hey, no judgment, because society has done an amazing job of conditioning us to keep us away from truth, mm -hmm. away from, and to keep us locked in problems, to keep us mentally incarcerated, to keep us stripped from our identity, to keep us inhibited from doing and staying stuck wow. in certain situations, and to keep toxic words because it's we're hearing toxic things going to our mind. So toxic words are going to be coming out. So that's what society has done to us. And, and that's fine. Whatever. You know, I've learned to, to only, my parents always used to tell me, Chantal, only focus in on the things that you can control in life. The things that you can't control, don't even focus in on it. So if yeah. that's what society wants us to do, media, you know, the big brother, <laughs> yes. that's fine. But we have the choice to do something about it. So I know that you have been in the world of personal development for, for a very long time, for like forever. And working in the police department, you have been such, you had this ability, ability to read somebody instantly, not only an individual, but to size up a, a circumstance 
this fast to be able to act and move and to think. So what has your truth about people, your truth about certain situations, what has that done for you and how has it helped you progress something forward? One of the greatest things is when I became a police officer, I started out in that particular world as the scary kid. <laughs> and, you know, when you're looking at and you're believing that I can change the world. So you first go to the police academy. And when you're sitting inside of that police academy, you look up and say, I know everything to do. I know exactly how I'm going to act out here. You know, mm -hmm. it's good because now you have put on this suit of armor and you have now left it to safety of the academy and you're walking outside. As soon as you walk outside into true life, you started to find out that what your beliefs are have changed. I remember the first time that I had to arrest someone. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I know I'm dressed up as the police officer. Mm -hmm. My partner is telling me that you are the police. Everybody's believing that but me. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I see the guy, he's on the street, and he is shooting on this particular street, and I have to go out and get him because I am the police. Now, I have a bunch of fear in, inside of me, Mm -hmm. And I now know that I got to put this mask on and say, I can go and get this guy. Mm -hmm. So I begin the chase of him. As I begin this chase of him, I am so fearful at the time that I almost outrun the guy I'm chasing. Wow. So I outrun the guy I'm chasing, that's, just, that's showing you that I have yet to accept who I am. Mm -hmm. So once I was able to you know, catch him, actually slow down to catch him and put some cuffs on him, I started to realize that I must change the person that I was before. I can't be the kid or the sheep. I now have to become the wolf. Mm -hmm. I now have to, you know, not be the predator, but now, you know, to look at him and say, okay, I got you. Mm -hmm. so my life has to start changing that way and working the streets started to make me believe that I am the police. I am that person who can go out here and catch a criminal to put my my change in my life to give me a different view of the person that I was to become. Now, as in later years, you get too much confidence, and <laughs> that could be detrimental to you. You know, you start it, putting on. Yes, it's so funny. And um, before I comment on that, because I have something funny to share, I just wanted to, to acknowledge. Um, thank you guys for watching, you late night folks, because a lot of you guys are from Toronto, Canada. Um, Lester and I are on the West Coast right now. Um, so we have Miss Simone. Hi, Queen Simone. Dr. PPP asked Lester when you'll be back in Toronto. We're both going to be there. May, May 14th. Yes. So Dr. PPP, you got to come visit us. Hey, Miss Lisa James, my partner. And we are doing some great things in here in LA and in the community. So thank you all for your comments. So it's funny that you say that because a lot of people... They actually, when you know who you are, you have a different swag. You have a little yes. pep in yourself, okay? <laughs> and people may take that as arrogance. Mm -hmm. They mistake arrogance for confidence. So yes. how do you get that confidence? And, and, and confidence is competence over time. If you want confidence in anything, in speaking, in writing, in a new industry, when a new job, when you're, if you're a new entrepreneur, as long as you be persistent and you, are, you do it over and over and over again, your confidence will come. So mm -hmm. the same happens for who we are. So Lester, you already, out of the four key things that must be congruent, to live a fulfilled life and, and, and know who you are, 
Number one, you already unlocked, which was belief. Mm -hmm. it's, it's truly when what you believe matches what, with what you say, yes. matches with what you do, matches with who you are. Wow. That's amazing. When you have those four things fully integrated, fully aligned, you are in full integrity with self, you are fully consistent, and you are fully a congruent human being. You can't help but to have your shoulders back when you walk and your head up, <laughs> your chest out. You can't help it because you know who you are. Mm -hmm. By people's posture alone, I can tell what they, what, that there's, there's something that, that, that needs, that's going on on the inside. And hey, again, yes. no judgment. It's all good. It's just, what are you doing about it? You see, so let's talk about, let's talk about belief. Mm -hmm. See, what stems from beliefs are your thoughts. Oh my goodness, yes. So your thoughts also are, are made up of two things. Number one, your thoughts are made up of what you think and are made up of what other people have implanted in you to think. Yes. And your that in itself has formed your belief system. Once you believe those words when someone said that you're not good enough, when you believe the words when someone says you're a waste of a woman or you're a waste of a man, when you believe the words that someone's saying that you're too fat, you're too short, you're too tall, you're too, when you believe that, that impacts you. And it's normally, especially if it's not building you up and it's actually tearing you down, it's against going against the grain. It's going against who you are and it causes an inconsistency. So your body is like, what do I do? I, you believe this, but I know we're this. What's mm -hmm. happening, you know? So have you ever experienced that in your life where you assumed a, a belief of something, someone, because guess what, guys? We have to be taught how to be disrespectful to ourselves. We are taught the negative and, and, and toxic thoughts that go in our brain. We are taught that. We don't come to the earth thinking that we're too fat or too small or too anything. So Lester, have you ever experienced believing some toxic thoughts that somebody else imposed on your beautiful brain and what was that like for you and how did you overcome it one of the, the grandest things that happened in your life you look back at your childhood everyone stop just for a moment and think of your earliest memory that you ever had in your childhood and when you're getting so much negativity from people from your childhood you carry that on and you carry that on so often because you're believing what people tell you so i was that that little kid that when everybody used to tell me that I wasn't tall enough because I was always short, I was too thin. Mm -hmm. Wait until I get on the police department. I come on to the police department, I have this baby face. That's mm -hmm. first of all, I have this baby face. I'm 27 years of age getting on the police department. And somebody sees me because I look like I'm still 19. <laughs> and then I weigh only 127 pounds. Ooh. Although I left there at 195 pounds, but I like to eat. So you still look at what people say that you can't do because you're not big enough. You don't look like you're strong enough. You don't look like you can handle the things on the street. 
So you start mm-hmm. looking from your childhood when people always tell you no, no, no. You know, your parents start telling you no in the beginning of your life. They start telling you what you can't do and you hold back to it. Right. You start to honing that inside of your system. Yeah. You don't believe it. So as you go along, and luckily I played sports and I was, you know, track team. I was on the football team. I was able to start looking at people who was telling me I can do things beyond someone else. So I started feeding into the belief that I can do it. Good. So as I learned from what that was, and one of my best friends had to tell me one day, he says, you have to stand up for yourself. You have to believe in yourself even when everyone else doesn't. Mm-hmm. So I started that belief and I started getting stronger at it. Like anything else, when you start building a muscle in your life, that muscle doesn't necessarily mean your physical strength. Mm-hmm. It means a lot of your mental strength. What area in which you're going into is going to shift you, that's going to change your mind and help you to say, I can do this even nobody, somebody tells me no, I'm going to prove them wrong. And I've always believed in that. You know, stand up tall. Face your face your fear, as I would like to love to say. You know, fear and faith are the same thing. You both walk, you walk into both of them blindly. But which one do you want to follow? Do you want to follow your faith or do you want to follow your fear? So when I was young, I had to learn to begin to believe in myself, start believing in my faith, believing that I'm strong enough and I have the ability to do anything that I would like. The only limited thought that I should ever have in my life is that to limit myself. And that was the only limited thought that I ever had. So I stopped limiting myself. I started opening up my mind, my body and my spirit so that I can become stronger and be the person I am today. A lot of self-development went into this. We're talking over time with people like Zig Ziglar, Jim Rome, uh, Les Brown, Tony Robbins. Mm-hmm. All of those people started feeding into me, and I started to take on their belief. And as long as I took on their belief, I became the person I am. See, that, that right there, just, just the two examples, the parallel, the contrast of when you were ex- accepting people's own beliefs of you, of, you know, that you're not, you're too whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And then when you shared the story, when you transferred and you started to believe when the, the person or the people that said that you can't, you see what actually happens there, it, it, positive thinking, there's so much. And remember, like I said, with, with the background in education that I have I've been blessed to learn and information I've been blessed to be part of, you know, with the neuro-linguistic programming and overlapping metaphysics and metaphysics and quantum physics and, and neuroscience, it, it, our negative thoughts literally cause us brain damage. Mm-hmm. So, but the best part is, is that we have the, the, we have the um, privilege and we have the opportunity to actually take that and reverse it, reverse the cycle. So when you start to reverse it and you start to, to believe that you can and that you are amazing and that that's who you are authentically. We were all made pure. We were all made perfect and we we're all made unique. So it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. So how dare we judge ourselves based on somebody else's insecurities in life? Yes. So when we go back to saying, wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh, wait, I forgot. I'm the bomb. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm good. I can do Listen, wait, through all God, through all things, God and God's strength, I can, I can make it happen. You know, when we get back to that, then you start to actually come back into integrity with yourself. 
and mm -hmm. you come back and you say, okay. And that's when you're, you know, I talk a lot about the mind. That's where on our unconscious mind and our conscious mind connect again. And we're like, oh, okay, we're friends again. We're saying the same thing. <laughs> so it's really, there's a power behind it beyond just saying, oh, believe that you can. You truly have to believe it. Let's move on. Let, now me, let, me, let me just add a little bit before you, you, you step on, because a thought just kind of crossed my head. Sure. Napoleon Hill, Napoleon Hill, wrote a book called Think and Grow Rich. And when he wrote the book, he wrote a very important statement. He said, if thoughts are things, what are you thinking? And we find ourselves wondering what that is. Most of the times we learn to accept someone's negative thought, accept the gossip of what somebody is telling us. But when we learn to start putting more positive things in our, in our brain, you know, you call it something else, but on the average job, when you start putting more positive things inside of your mind instead of all of those extra negative things in your mind, we call it an auto-suggestive mind. You know, if you feed, the, the more you feed what you need versus you feeding the, the, the beast, you can either feed, you know, the life or the beast in your life. Which one do you really want? So every time you tell yourself something negative or you hear something negative, my suggestion and one of the things that I always say it's always say, as soon as you hear that negative, say delete. Because if your mind hears you deleting a negative out of it, the more often that you say, somebody says you're ugly, says delete. Right after they say you're ugly, say delete. You won't keep it in your mind. You won't keep it in your spirit. So you'll keep hearing delete every time somebody tells you something negative, and you'll start to grow because delete will come in right behind you. The more you practice the word delete, and right after that negative feeling, that negative thought, that negative word, you'll become successful. That's that's all I want. I love that. On the thought. I love that. Delete. That's the first one. That's the first time I heard that, but that works as well. A lot of times, too, people often say cancel. So even sometimes mm -hmm. when I'm I'm training and I'm doing like the 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 negative side of it, and I say some negative things. I'm like, cancel, cancel, cancel. <laughs> you know, because you don't want to confuse your mom. I want to stay, play nice, nice with myself <laughs> and stay in congruence so that I can continue to be. So that's, that's a great tip and trick uh, that is to help protect your mind. Mm -hmm. So thank you so much for that. Let's go to the um, doing. So the doing, the action. So when you say, and it, it could be as simple as, Listen, I wanna, I'm going to call you at 5 o'clock. And mm -hmm. 5 o'clock comes around, there's no phone call. 501 comes around, there's no phone call. When we really look at it, and hey, we all, some of us are guilty for it. I can totally resonate, especially with, uh, you know, the lives that we live nowadays. So now we've got to be cautious of what we're actually saying and the promises. We, so I'll say, I'll call you later. <laughs> Undefined. <laughs> but, you know, even something as simple as that. It, it, it actually is a, is, is a deposit of integrity. It's like, yeah. it actually, it, and you know what, Landmark, which is another um, personal development platform, they, they take that, they take it to the next level. <laughs> I had a mm -hmm. friend who was in Landmark and if they were, you know, they got on a, a nine o'clock call at 9.01, they had to do like a five minute apology to everybody about how they were out of integrity. So, I mean, that's how serious it can be taken. So really, mm -hmm. if you're, and, but 
let's let's be a little bit looser with it when it comes to your life um and mm -hmm. not physical timing but just about when you say that i know i'm great at soccer i know i'm an athlete i know but then when time goes to practice you're like you know what i don't feel like going today what mm -hmm. message are you telling your mind and are you showing the universe are wow. you showing yourself wow you're, you're telling you're confusing your mind when you say that you're going to do something and you refuse to do it, your mind doesn't know which direction that you want to go into. It's mm -hmm. a, again, it becomes that part of negative and positive, you know, action. When you keep saying today, I'm going to be the most successful person in the world and you do nothing at all. Your mind is, is going to go with you have a track record. Mm -hmm. And I love that track record because that starts showing you what type of results that you're having in your life. Mm -hmm. I believe that you should always follow through on what you want. Integrity and character are the two leading fields that you have in your life. But if you're not, if you don't have self-integrity, how can you expect other people to have it? And why are you expecting them to have it? Mm -hmm. And as for me, if I'm telling you I'm going to do something, I'm putting it in my head. Got to complete. Got to complete it. Got to complete it. Because I know that somebody else is depending on me. Thus, I've shared my life so much with other people, and I've kind of neglected one of the, my favorite people in the world, myself, because I forgot to tell me what was important. <laughs> now, you know what? You bring up a really good topic, and it's actually a pretty hot topic, especially with women. We mm -hmm. often give up so much of ourselves to other people. And a lot of men have this characteristic too, especially men who are involved and want to help and they're just, you know, really have great hearts. And I know you're one of them, you have an amazing heart and you help so many people and you're a giver. You give, 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 provide, provide, provide. And sometimes we've got to remember that, you know, I, I use the analogy of a cup. Do I have a cup near me? Okay. Yeah, well, use I mine. have a bottle. <laughs> I know I have something. I have a bottle. Right? So, when it, the best thing is to be able to give from your overflow. So sometimes this bottle, let's say it's a quarter half, it's a quarter full. But as we continue to disperse energy and time and money and effort into other people's dreams and what other people are doing, we actually get down here to like a quarter empty. But the thing is we don't stop to recharge and refuel. What do we keep doing? Keep draining ourselves. And especially this last quarter, this last quarter is when you're exhausted. You're, you're on the phone helping people. You're, you're showing up at, and volunteering for all this stuff, and you're just completely exhausted. So, so many of us are giving from an empty cup rather from an overflow. So when I do this, so much water should come out, then that's the, that's the way, shape, and form we need to be able to, to give and provide. because And it also shows us and it shows our body that, hey, I value you. You're looking in the mirror and saying, self, I value you enough to make sure that you're not depleted, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. And so we have to build a better relationship with ourselves. Sometimes there's, there's other people in relationships that know you better than you know yourself. Oh, wow. True. Right, right? So, so if you don't know, who, and that will bring us to our next, the, the three out of the fourth, which is who you are, your identity. Guys, come on, we are meant to be, we are of a royal priesthood. 
You know, we are of royalty and this whole theme of purple and gold and crowns and kings and queens, we're seeing this on the uprise right now. Even I myself for my community have an organization called Black Queens Unite. So we are in this, we, we are in this acknowledgement. We are waking up. We are starting to live. There's a lot of us, and I had an amazing, powerful conversation with some of my crew here um, this past few days as we had production days. And we start, we had, we had two people from America. So I guess they were African-American, if that's term. We had one person who was from South Africa, who originally was from Congo, but was, they grew up in South Africa. Hey, Abdul, mm -hmm. speaking of uh, growing up in Africa, <laughs> welcome. And then myself, who is, I was born in Canada. My parents are from Trinidad and probably down the line, some, well, not probably, but down the line, we were from Africa, <laughs> right? So identity came up and it was Lester. It was so interesting seeing the difference between an, an African perspective living in America, an African-American perspective living in America, and then a Canadian Trini African <laughs> living in America. So, mm -hmm. and we were all had different perspectives on identity. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to the word identity of knowing who you are, Lester, what have you discovered about that? Oh, wow. What a question. Thank you for the hot seat question. <laughs> <laughs> I, need a, I need a large fan. I want you In your search for life, most of us sit down in a seat and we follow the direction of people that we want to emulate. We see the big people that are in our lives as then to like the Bill Cosby's, the Oprah Winfrey's, the the people who are highlighted in our lives. And we think that that's the person that we ought to be because we're never quite shown how to find who we are. I remember when you asked me the question, you know, what is your life purpose? And I had to stop and think about, well, I love helping people, but is that my life purpose or is that me? What is, who, who is my authentic self? Who is my, my clear self? When I look at my own image, when I walk into that mirror, it doesn't care about anything. It doesn't have a word that says, Lester, here you are. What do you present to the world? Often, like, I'm like most people, I didn't, I never thought about who I wanted to be. I remember being a kid, I wanted to learn how to play an instrument. I learned how to play 14 different instruments. I wanted to learn how to uh, run track. So I turned around and worked on it so, so I became fat. I wanted to turn around and be a banker. So I went into banking and life happened that changed that for me. And then I became the police and I found out that I like being able to help people on a grand scale because now I can control my destiny. Now after retirement, somebody asked me what it is again that you want to do. And I've always wanted from my childhood to be that guy who would go out on stage and be that speaker, to be that person that can give a message of empowerment, to give a message of strength. And that's been me because I've always saw myself on stage as a little kid. And now I have an opportunity, or excuse me, I'm now using that opportunity mm -hmm. to grow myself to become that person of empowerment, that person that has that true integrity and character. Mm -hmm. So I can show the world that even at, at your lowest beginnings, that even a child like me who was bullied at one point in time can learn how to beat the bully, how to stand up and show someone else how I did something so that way that I can help them out doing it. 
So I'm just serving them in a different way, but I'm serving them with my voice, my message, and my true self. Mm-hmm. You know, I love that, Lester. And, and you know, you, you really hit on it. A lot of people, and I've been in, I've been in the industry about a purpose because as we have conversations, you know, by the age of, at the age of eight, I was like on this life mission. I'm like, I'm going to be fulfilled and I'm going to get what I want. I got one life. I'm going to make it count. And that was just my Mm -hmm. MO. And so I started about 15 years ago, I started serving, asking and working and discovering what purpose was and what it meant to me and who I am and all this stuff. And I, when I asked people who they were, what they want to do, what their purpose, mm-hmm. what their passion. The number one response, next to I don't know, is, well, I want to help people. So that's fantastic and yay, because guess what? That's how we're wired. That's how we came to this earth. Each and every single person is designed to want to help people. That's why we must commune. That's why, you know, we go from a dependency stage to into independent and we grow to interdependent. And that's really where we want to lead, where we actually all work together. So now it's about defining that. And that's one of the reasons why I, I started my work, because I found that so many people weren't able to define what their purpose was outside of helping people. So how do we narrow it down and, and leverage what your skill is, the need that you see, what you do effortlessly, and really package that and, and, and launch you into the world because that's who you're designed to be. So that's that's really about identity. And this is a really big topic. And, and it's very important because when you know who you are, your swag is different. When you know where <laughs> you came from, right? You, yes. when you When you know your identity, when you know your roots. You know, some say that it, your, your history can help you prepare for your future. And especially, you know, in our community, I've heard a lot of people talking because of, you know, we've had a history of, of being separated from family. You know, the mom went left and dad went right. And, you know, just because of what happened in our history. So our identity is kind of, you know, shaky and blotchy. Ancestry.com won't always work for, for people in our community because we just don't know where, uh, where people were sent. So mm-hmm. it's a perfect timing for people in our own community to come together and really understand who we are and, and, and launch. So the last thing I want to talk about, which is the last point. So we were, are we good? Are you running out of battery? Negative. I would not do that to you. Okay. <laughs> I saw the freedom like there's something. <laughs> so we're, we're just joining in. We're talking about, um, fulfillment and life fulfillment and it requires the integration of four things we talked about your belief which needs to match what you do which needs to match who you are which also now needs to match what you say so that's the last thing we want to talk about is what you say so language so important. It's a, it's, a, it's an indication of what we're thinking. And we talked about thoughts already. So let's just literally talk about the words that come out of our mouth. Because on a side note, the words that come out of our mouth, it, it speaks volumes to what we actually, there's like a thousand thoughts attached to the single sentence that comes out of your mouth. So you can truly tell the state of a human being based on the words they choose to say. Yes. So how has language played a part, a role, and has had an effect in your life, Mr. Lester Bailey. (laughs) 
I learned from a great friend of mine. Her name was Letitia Appleberry, and I'm going to call her out by her name. She had um, breast cancer. And there was one time I was sitting in front of her and I hit my finger on the on a, a, the edge of a table. And as soon as I hit my finger, I said, oh, man, this is killing me. And she looked at me and she says, never say that again in your life. She mm. says, this cancer is killing me. That's only hurting you. So when I when I mm -hmm. heard her said that's just hurting is not killing me. I learned to change my language because I was starting to hear at that point in time, I was telling myself to, to go to death versus being able to accept the pain of something. And I know that that may sound like that that's a, a large matter, but we talked about this earlier. Your brain hears everything that you say. It doesn't know whether you want to go left or want to go right until you make it clear. So you have to learn in your lifetime, whatever you say, make it clear, make it definite. Because if thoughts are things and you're using that tag for your brain to say, this is something that's about to take me out. This is what happens to you. You wonder why you would get sick. You wonder why you have a headache. You wonder why you get up every day and say, oh, I, I feel good. What happens if you get up every morning and say, I feel fantastic. I feel phenomenal. I feel wonderful. And you take that emotion with you because your, your brain and your autosuggestive mind, your subconscious mind goes by how you feel about something. So if you want to be a dollar heir, you're going to be a dollar heir in your life because if you just say, I want to be, you know, I just want to make a million dollars with no feeling behind it, your body doesn't know that you really mean it. But if you turn around and look up, like we'll turn around and say, I'm going to be a trillionaire. I'm definitely going to be a trillionaire. Your body starts to hearing that and starts to working in that area of what you really want. So if you're looking to say something negative in your life, you have to delete it or cancel it, whichever that you want, because it's how you're feeding yourself. You have to look back at yourself at every occasion in your life. Did I say exactly what I meant or are you expecting somebody to believe that what you said, that's not really what you mean? You know how somebody's like, that's not what I meant. If you make it clear, that's if right. you make it clear, mm -hmm. nobody can turn around and have to figure out something. That's you right. Be your authentic self, be your straight self, say what you mean, mean what you say, but watch what you say because it has consequences. Right. Good or bad, it has consequences. Or as some of you always say, it's the karma in your life. Karma's not bad unless you make it bad. Mm -hmm. Karma is just as good as it is bad. It's the yin and the yang. You can figure out what you want if you're definite. You can have the best health ever if you believe it and you tell yourself. You want to see how uh, we're talking about a friend of ours, uh, Dr. James Denton, who had cancer. He had prostate cancer. He was supposed to be on a level of less than 2%, the number two in his PSA. And he was well over that by 16. He was supposed to be gone, but he did not believe that that was going to be his end. So his mind had to change. Yes, he made dietary changes and different things of his life, but he decided that he wanted to stay here and live. Mm -hmm. You're looking at what you really want, no matter how sick that you are, you see people getting healthy from everything 
just because they believe. And if you all have never seen TED Talks, you ought to go on TED Talks and watch how many people that are sitting there. There's a woman by the name of Unstoppable Tracy, one of my favorite characters that's actually out there. She was born without her, her uh, arms and her legs, but yet she wanted to sail a sailboat, a sailboat, and she wanted to do it in, in the Olympics, and she did. She didn't limit herself to the limiting belief that she cannot. She says, I'm going to do it. Everything in her mind said that she was going to be a sail, you know, a person that gets on the ship and sail it. You know how hard it is to take a sailboat, a sailboat, and you have to do this thing to move this part here and move that part there. And she says, I'll do it. And she became that person who did something extra. Mm -hmm. I love to watch people amongst all odds. When you see what was the little girl who just made the movie Little, being 14 years of age, and some of you all know about it. 14 years of age, and she decided to be an executive executive producer on the movie Little. At 14, I was trying to figure out who I was. I didn't have any idea what that person looked like. But she decided that I'm here. I'm going to be the youngest executive producer in the whole market instead of just playing around. You do what you want to do if you turn around and say it, believe it, and watch it. Because your words are the most powerful, most powerful, the most powerful thing that you can ever, ever use. That is 100 emphatically. Yes, 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 100% true. I, I, um, I can't say enough about words. I, you know, my field is neuro-linguistic programming. So it's really about... Um, the linguistics of what you say. So I've been trained to really pay attention to, to language and, and even taking a step further, a lot of us, um, when we say, I want, I'm going, I wish, I hopefully one day, that you're telling your brain just to have this infinity loop. So when you speak, just like Lester said, you want to speak as if you have it now. I am a trillionaire and believe it. I am, <laughs> yes, I, am. I am healthy and believe it. I am free of any ailment and I am perfect in God's eyes. I am a child of God. I, that's why people have these affirmations. And affirmations, I mean, they're good, they're great. That's, that's a good thing to do. Be careful on the words that you say because you're gonna be repeating them over and over again. So your language must be pristine. Your mind, your unconscious mind, for those of you who may not know, cannot process the word not. Go and do not right now. You got nothing, right? <laughs> so your, your mind can't, so when we say, well, I'm not going to be fat. I'm not slow. I'm not dumb. You're basically reinstalling that you are those things that you're saying they're not. So be Here's very mindful of that. Uh-huh. Here's the clue. Anytime someone says, I am, that's what your brain hears. Yes. The not is irrelevant. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I am, once you have said I am, you are what you have put into your mind. Right. No your mind will believe you. Words. Oh, we. You, you never hear me use I am without a positive message behind it because I understand the importance of those two little words, I am. Yes. 
So that is a great way to kind of segue out with some amazing affirmations and just some tips of with if you do affirmations, fantastic. Pay attention to the words. Make sure that every single word is going to be impactful positively to you and make sure it's what you want. A lot of people say, you know, a lot. I had a gentleman ask me the other day because he kept saying, well, I can't do this. I can't do this. I'm like, what can you do? Let's talk about that because <laughs> that's what I'm interested in. <laughs> and you can do whatever you decide, just like you hear the saying, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. right. So just, and, you, and I said, focus on what you want. That's the only thing I want to hear from you. And he said, well, what do you mean? And, and so some people, you really got, we really got to wrap our heads around, what do we want? I don't want to know what we don't want. I want to know what we do want and speak that. And when you speak it, you must feel it. You must have your emotional a, a, a connection and attachment to it in order for you to materialize it. Amen. It's very, very important because on another Facebook Live, we will break down or on another topic, or you can check out, I'm, I'm going to start uh, my YouTube channel where I'll be doing Mindset Minutes. So I'll be taking different concepts breaking it down for us to understand and then giving us practical tips and tricks or examples of how to implement it in our, in our future. Um, so we can just like Lester and I talked about today, the cancel or the delete, um, just like with the affirmations we're talking about, you have to feel it. You have to believe it. If you say that I am beautiful and you look it in the mirror and you're like, but I don't, I'm so ugly. And yeah. it's in vain. So don't do work in vain. Avoid doing work in vain. And do it so that can mean something. So on that note, I want to thank you guys for tuning in. We talked a little bit about how society has created this, this, this race of people who are lying to themselves because either they don't believe or they're not doing or they're not being or they're not saying who they are, what they want, how they're meant to be, how they're designed, and, and just appreciating the perfect human being that you are. So we're here to be lights on this earth and tell you that you can do all that you desire to do. You are beautiful. You are strong. You are powerful. You are powerful beyond measure. And you're here for an assignment. And it's unique to you. And only God, only God has given you the gifts and talents only you possess. You are you have a unique significance that not not one other person on this earth can fulfill. And you have the solution to somebody's problem. So I'm here to shake you up and tell you to wake up and live and avoid lying to yourself and get real with self and be the best authentic you that you can be. Lester, do you have any other final words for us? Yes, I sure do. Everyone, everyone. Because I had to learn some things from Chantel Simone. Go to www.chantel Simone because May, May is Mental Health Month. Where is your mental status at? This is one of the reasons that we decided that we needed to bring this to you. We had to start showing you what life really is and you to live your life on purpose, to live some your best dreams, your best hopes. And when you're not sure how to get there, I have found out that when someone knows the way, follow them in the way so that way you can have all the things that you want in your life. So go to, you know, chantelsimone.com. And for mm -hmm. other of you all that are in Canada right now, 
May 14th is the Business Wealth Summit. Come out and book a 30-minute session, one-on-one -on -one session, so that you that way you'll see why you need what you need. There's no longer holding yourself back from your dreams. Follow your dreams deep down, wherever that they may go. Follow them and have that desire. So again, the month of May is Mental Health Month. Where is your mental health? I'm, I'm working on mine, and I want you all to be here with me, joining me on these two occasions. So saying that, thank you, you phenomenal woman. You have helped my dreams come true. You have sent me and, and guided me so well that I can come on and actually have a conversation about life instead of, uh. <laughs> I thank everybody for listening. I thank you for coming along. Stay positive. Be great. And understand your brilliance is ready for you to bring it out more. Take care. And thank you a lot, Chantel. I really, really appreciate and love you. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you so much for sharing that. It's, I'm touched and I'm honored. And, you know, we, 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 we people, of the citizens of the world here, we're just here to be who we're designed to be. And I, and I keep saying that, and, and I really want people to lean in on that and what that means. You know, look yourself in the mirror and ask yourself, what are you doing with your life? Mm -hmm. Ask yourself. What You're back now. You have to work? do it all over. <laughs> so what is your life's work? What is your legacy? Essentially, ask yourself, who am I? And as you seek the answers, take time out. Take your quiet time. Think. Let the answers come to you. Pontificate upon them. And allow yourself to be single-minded. You can't reach, you are, it is impossible to achieve the results that you would want to achieve in life being double-minded. That means when you say, okay, I want this, but then you doubt, that's double-minded. So be single-minded in who you are. Take the time. I would love to connect with you at the Business Wall Summit. I'm also having a Clear the Clutter uh, course on May 11th, both in Toronto. Make sure you reach out to me. You can text our text line, which is, let me see if my, my memory serves me well. I will post it in the chat underneath <laughs> and stay connected with us. Remember, you have one life on this earth. Live it. So navigate on purpose, make it count. Have a wonderful day. Thank you so much, Lester. It was so fun having you. And I look forward to the many more connections and, and, and lives that we do together. Have a wonderful night, day, morning, and be blessed and be great. Take care. Chantal Smontano. <laughs>